This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Welcome back to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 105. Hey. Uh, what the f*** is up, Ryan? I'm, uh, I'm hanging out. Big, big developments in the world of Ryan. Yeah, really? Yep. Well, you can tell me then. Nope. Yeah, I'm, uh... <laughs> you jerk. Well, I, uh, I did my first solo on-air shift. Yes, congratulations. Nice. Yeah, and thank you, you. And the radio station's still running. The building did not burn down. Yep. You still yep. have all your facial hair. Yep. You know, the one thing that really made my night, and I want to give this dude a huge shout-out, whoever it was, the guy who texted in and said, this is bullshit. Play some guitar porn. I know you know what's up. <laughs> I know you have it hidden in your beard somewhere. Well, congrats, man, and uh, hopefully you can move on and up and uh, take over the world. Yep. So, uh, that, obviously, this is Ryan the Beard. That, or that's Ryan the Beard. My name is Ian. Kevin's gone this weekend on a well-deserved vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, we got some sweet like uh, hotel hookups, and he went and took advantage of it. He's down in Portland right now. Last night, I think he went to go see a wrestling event, mm-hmm. which is par for the course for a dude like Kevin. Yep, he, he's actually at a cranial waxing convention. <laughs> oh, they hold conventions, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's you a must convention. Be, uh, you must be looking into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking into <laughs> it. I think uh, I think that's where Castle is as well. And All the probably bald dudes. Hair Club and, and Steve Miggs and yep. Ted, Ted Smith. That, that's where all the radio people that went. Cranial waxing convention. New buffers. Oh, uh, yeah, they're like, uh, we have cutting edge f***ing nair, dude. No more <laughs> shaving forever. So, yeah, it's been a fun week. It snowed, for, yep. and it lasted for like a day. And as usual, Seattle drivers are dumb as f***. Yep, shout out to uh, Brad Smith for the funniest Facebook post I've seen in a very oh, long God. time. What did he say? He just said, dude, it's snowing. I'm going to spend the rest of my life hiring Uber rides up and down Denny. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll the dice and try and drive up and down Capitol or Queen Anne Hill. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I think it was the stranger that put together a compilation of like the shittiest Seattle snow driving. Dude, the, the first time <clears throat> I saw it snow really hard in Seattle, I found a live God. stream that somebody set up from outside their window downtown <laughs> on one of the steepest hills in town. I watched this guy get his car stuck. Starts just like cussing and ranting. And yeah, of course. Goes to the trunk of the car, pulls out some chains, starts working on that. Some woman comes over, tries helping him out. Finally, get the chains on the wheels. Guy walks over, starts up his car. They put the chains on the rear wheels of a front wheel drive vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully that works out for you. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I like people from out of town that are like from the Midwest. They're like, yeah, we're from North Dakota where it snows seven f***ing feet and we're still going to school and work. And everyone's like, what's your problem? But yeah, I think my favorite one was the bus that slid down Capitol Hill <laughs> yeah. and took out like six cars on its way down. I get it. I grew up with a lot of snow. I'm, I'm used yeah. to getting an average of five to seven feet. You know, that was just kind of par for the course during the winter and... You know, you just bundle up, <laughs> dig the car out, and do whatever it is get, you need yeah, to do. Get you know? going. Just go about business. In Seattle, I understand it because it snows so rarely. 
that there's no point in the city spending all the money on the snow plows and things like that. And those all those hills, as soon as you just get even the tiniest little bit of ice on that, it's it's way too dangerous to deal with. Well, not only that, I mean, it only snows like one or two days out of the year here, ever. Right. So it's not something that, like, I mean, people should be prepared for it because it's not like it doesn't rain here yeah, or get cold here. So you'd think, you know, when the two combined, people would figure their shit out. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Spend, like, half a billion dollars on, you know, f***ing snow equipment that sits in the garage for however long? Just rotting. And then there's there's the storage on top of it. Yeah, you know, exactly. To... So uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like it, though. I like watching everyone lose their <laughs> Because at least, like, I can plan it far enough ahead where I'm like, nope, not leaving for two days. Yep. I'm just going to watch uh, some, some movies, watch some Westworld. Have you been watching that at all? Dude, I uh, I watched a little bit, but then I got distracted by other life stuff I had to do. Yeah. And it's, it, I liked it so much that I've kind of intentionally been avoiding it so that I can sit down and binge watch it when I finally have some time. Because I feel like it's going to be one of those shows that I don't want to stop. I'm not going to want to wait. It's I just really want to go good. through it. It's really good. And I think they just had their season finale, which I haven't seen yet, so i got to watch that too. Fantastic. Yes, man. It's been a f***ing weird week. It's like coming up on the end of the year. Like We already have to get started thinking about, uh, in fact, we need to actually plan when we're going to get together and work on this top 20 records of the year. Yeah, man. I was uh, looking at some of Kevin's top picks of the year, and they are very different from my top picks of the year. Not in a bad way, not in a negative way, but it's it's always interesting to see what the three of us choose as our right, own personal yeah, list. Exactly. And then we have to go through and pick the metal shop list, which is always a different thing entirely from our three lists. So Kevin lots did of work to uh, be done. Kevin did a cool thing last year where he sat and like this must have taken some time. But he sat down, looked through every one of our playlists from the last year mm-hmm. and like tabulated how many times each band got played. Yeah. And then we kind of based it off of that. Just as like the metal shop top mm-hmm. twenty or whatever, but we're always gonna tweak it. And there's always like three or four records we can forget about till the end, and read somebody else's top ten and go. Fuck. Yeah, that just ruined everything. Well, we were we were just having that conversation the other day about how trying to go through all the new music that comes out. Yeah, just, just the just the new metal that comes out, and we all three of us listen to a lot of a huge wide variety of music outside of metal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you have to. Yeah, exactly. Just the amount of metal that comes out on a weekly basis, it, it's like trying to drink from a fire hose using a teacup. <laughs> uh, I mean, or just like standing in front of the fire hose when somebody cranks it open with yeah, your mouth open. Exactly. Exactly. That's <laughs> what it was like when I was hanging out with your dad last night. Blam! Oh, yes. Dad jokes. Trying to bring back the dad jokes. It's innovative. <laughs> I swear it's hilarious. Everyone laugh. Uh, oh, look at this weird world that we live in right now and I'm not trying to get too political but I wake up every day and watch the news and like witnessing the assembly of this like new incoming administration is like uh, it's kind of hilarious like it's, it's hilariously terrifying it's, it's, it's just so bonkers really bad every day like um, and I'm interested to see what Kevin has to say about this but they're gonna try and uh, nominate Linda McMahon as like the small business administration I saw <laughs> that I, I was really as soon as I saw that I was thinking man I really can't wait to hear Kevin's take on this <laughs> people are gonna come in just like smack someone else over the head with a steel chair and be like that's my job jabroni oh, that's my small business yeah it's gonna get weird and I think like uh, I think I don't even think Donald Trump's like planning on a re-election. He's like, let's see what we can do with the four years we have. Yeah, that's what it is looking like. So <clears throat> it's gonna get weird. 
Um, you know, I want to I want to backtrack and talk go back to talking TV shows for a minute because okay. there's a new one that I've been really stuck on. So I don't know anything about cars. I've never cared about cars all that much. Okay. Previous roommate got me hooked on Top Gear. Okay. Super into that show, and they just started. They just put out the full season of the Grand Tour, which, which is, is their new, the new version, right? The new version, and it's absolutely f-ing hysterical, and I can't stop watching it. <clears throat> what happened? Because I know that one of the guys got fired, and then... Jeremy Clarkson knocked a dude out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like some camera operator, lighting guy, or something like that. Just Somebody popped off. Just kept getting up in his, <laughs> and he just. Had enough of it, knocked the guy flat. And then the other guys on the show didn't want to do it without him, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, the BBC said you're gonna continue doing your show. We'll find somebody else to come. And they in were like, and... "No, we're fucking not." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said, "Nope, peace." And the new show they have is even better. Well, that's what happens. Sometimes you just gotta knock a bitch out. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta knock a motherfucker out. Is what I should say. <laughs> I'm not advocating violence towards any particular. Motherfuckers. People. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, most motherfuckers deserve to get knocked out. I will just say that. Dude, uh, I had the weirdest dream the other day, and I haven't been sleeping very well, so I finally got some good sleep. And I, as, as soon as I went to sleep, I had like this bizarre REM, like lucid dream. And I felt like I was in this dream all day. And I saw online recently that there's a company selling a set of glasses that are like goggle type things that you wear when you you're sleeping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and they they and force it, like, you to lucid dream. Yeah, and it yeah. like it tells when you're it, it can like tell when your REM starts happening. Mm-hmm. You know, REM man, your REM sleep. You know, your eyes shake weird, and so it turns on like a little light, like a really soft light above your eyelids when they're shut, mm-hmm. and it like awakens a part of your brain, so you can like walk around, fly around, fucking do anything you want. Yeah. You, have you ever had a really, really vivid lucid dream that you could really do that in? Yes. What did you do? What happened and what did you do? There's been a few that I don't want to discuss. I mean, okay. And then there's like, I think the most vivid one I've ever had, I was a dolphin. Huh. And Or like it felt like that. And like w- South Park style? <laughs> like, no, like a man yeah. dolphin? <laughs> yes, exactly. Man bear <laughs> dolphin. No, but like, um, and when I was younger, it used to happen a lot where I could breathe underwater. Mm-hmm. Because when you're asleep, you're not under the fucking water, obviously, but I used yeah. to be underwater, and I could do whatever I wanted and breathe underwater. I don't know. That's pretty cool. And lots of, like, flying and, like, using, not, like, the force, but being able to, like, manipulate objects and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you, do you have repetitive dreams? Like, do you have the same dream multiple nights in a row? I used to, and it goes in chunks. Mm-hmm. Like, for a while there, I was having, like, the gnarliest alien invasion dreams where, like, in the distance, like, miles away, I would see, like, these, like, starfall type of objects. And I, like, when you're in a dream, you don't necessarily know, but you just know things yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, they're incoming. And I was, be- and I'd always be at my parents' house and I'd be, like, trying to shake my parents and be like, we need to get the f- out of here. It's about to go down. And then nobody ever believes me. So I start freaking out. And then eventually they start creeping up through the woods and all this crazy shit starts happening and, every, you know, shootings like zombies. I got a fucking weird brain, man. You got to start writing that stuff down. That's good material. There's one day I had such a vivid dream that I woke up and drew out the map of every, the entire, like, I still have it and I yeah. still remember it. Like, yeah, I should start writing books. All right. Start talking about a little bit of the news. Uh, it's coming down to the end of the year, so there's not a ton of new stuff coming out. There is a few, and we'll play some, but also, like, the name of the game this week is Tour Announcements. 
There have been so, like, I think four that I know of off the top of my head. <clears throat> There's probably more than that. It's the time of the year where everybody starts planning for the spring. You and I both know that a big tour has to be planned like months in advance. So, yeah. Creator in Obituary. Uh, that's going to be the Decibel Magazine tour. And, oh, they're coming through with Midnight and Horrendous. That's awesome. That's a crushing bill. And that's going to be coming through Seattle on... Duh, 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 it's going to be at the March Neptune. 18th. Yeah, at the Neptune. That is a rad effing venue. Yes. I love the Neptune. I saw Trailer Park Boys at the Neptune. Dude, I've seen a lot good. of good shows at the Neptune. I love the Neptune. And I'm I'm really excited to see some death metal there, too. That's going to be a cool spot for it. Like old school thrash, old school death metal. It'll be good. Uh, let's play one of these new songs. It's like, There's kind of a new super group out called Blood Clot, and it's featuring uh, John Joseph... Uh, the singer of the classic New York hardcore band Cro-Mags. Hardcore. Hardcore. John Joseph, uh, members of Queens of the Stone Age, Joey Castillo, Joey Castillo and Nick Oliveri on drums and bass, respectively, and Todd Youth from Danzig on guitar. Whoa, good lineup. John Joseph, Cro-Mags vocalist. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. All right, let's play a little bit of this real quick, y'all. Pots? Yep, butt pots. I wouldn't say that to John Joseph's face. Blood clot! Also, I don't know why I didn't know this, but Todd Youth used to uh, played an agnostic front when he was 12 years old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, this guy's been doing it for a while. Some serious cred. So it's coming out. They're already signed uh, to Metal Blade Records, which is means they're going to be doing something, so they got a new album, which is coming out in the spring, so look forward to that. Blood clot. I want to talk about this Megadeth thing. God damn it. This yes. is kind of weird. Let's 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 address this. I'm down to make fun of Dave Mustaine if we can. Megadeth is offering a boot camp <laughs> and for 5k you can stay in a tent on Dave Mustaine's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he'll wow. he'll provide you with a trailer to take showers in and take <laughs> when you need to do that kind of thing. So the prices range from $2000 to $5500. Yep. You want to read off the features here? Yep. Stay on-site in private furnished bell tent with beds at the Mustaine Estate in Fallbrook, California, Friday through Sunday. Full bed with mattress and bedding. Oh, wow. Wool, wool blanket. Great. 
a pillow, great lounge furniture, area rug, side table, and a battery operated oh, lantern for five thousand dollars. You get an exclusive welcome gift as well. Daily breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. Access to on-site private shower trailers and VIP restrooms. Wow. Access to workshops and activities of your choice. <laughs> Intimate acoustic performance by Megadeth, so they'll just be naked. Lovely. Uh, preferred seating to campfire stories with Megadeth. God. Hey. Hi, hi, folks. Tell it's me stories, Papa Dave. <laughs> Priority access to off-site wine tasting with Megadeth. This, mm, this tastes one, like a red. This one day, this this one time, I used to be in this one band, and I drank a lot of this. You might have heard of it. Uh, access to gardens and rock and roll library on site throughout the weekend. That's cool. That on site cool. paparazzi to capture all your unforgettable moments. Commemorative Megadeth boot camp laminate. Wow. Just to top it off. Oh, and, and for an extra $200, Dave Mustaine will creepily leer at you while you sleep. Uh, what? Like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Oh, I just don't get it, man. Uh, the weekend of uh, March 10th through the 12th uh, next year in Fallbrook, California, which I thought he sold this mansion, didn't he? He's trying to sell this mansion. Oh, so now he's like, That's, he's like, I gotta make some payments. I got a house. I got to make house payments. I'll charge people 5K and sleep on my lawn. I'm Mega Dave. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a kind Truck of- Truck 2016. It's a cool idea, but maybe if it, like, cost a little less than that. I mean, unless it's going to be, like, the f***ing best breakfast, lunch, and dinner you've ever had in your life. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> want to sit and drink wine with Dave Mustaine. I, I can't wait to get the pictures back because I'm hoping that this just sucks. Like I want the tents just to be like <laughs> and beat up. I have like porta potties in, like the shower is just a garden hose flung over a rail. Like you know it's gonna be bad when part of the like features are you get a throw pillow and a wool <laughs> blanket and a battery operated lantern. Like is there fucking electricity in these things? Hey Dave, yeah Dave, how do we make some extra cash? Be like I don't know Dave. Uh, hey, can I get the Wi-Fi password? No, sorry, that's going to be an extra $300. <laughs> oh, oh Dave. for Dave's only. So good for you, dude. Hopefully it works out. So if you want to go, it's uh, Megadeth Boot Camp. You should just take this link right now as we're doing this mm. and just post it to the Metal Shop page without saying any captions and just see what people say. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm curious to see what people would say about it. I want to talk about something not... Being overrated. So let's talk about the new lockup. Okay. Yeah. Are you into that? Can we skip forward? I want to talk about lockup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lockup rules. It's members of all kinds of awesome bands. Kevin Sharp from Brutal Truth, Primate and Venomous Concept, Anton Reisenegger. Yes, that's his name. From Pentagram and Criminal. (laughs) What? That's his name. (laughs) I didn't say anything. Uh, Shane Embry from Napalm Death, Brujeria. Venomous Concept, and uh, Nick Barker from Cradle of Filth wow. and Demu Burger. Demon Burgers. Man, I'm a, I'm a big Lockup fan. I'm really glad they're back and doing stuff again because this band rules. Uh, does it say? Oh, uh, March 2017. So look out for this. This one's called Mind Fight.
So yeah, sounds like a combination of everybody in that band. The drummer's on fire. Literally, he's on fire. Put him out. Uh, so this is weird. And reported to us by TMZ, former Suicidal Tendencies bassist Luis Mayorga has sued Lisa Fancher, founder of Frontier Records, for not paying his regular royalties on Suicidal Tendencies' first uh, classic album and the song Institutionalized. Ew. I mean, how many... That's still got to be making money for those guys. Like, that's a classic record. Dude, and Suicidal just went and did a massive, massive tour, and they're back in a hard, big kind yes, of way. Yes, exactly. And whenever an old-school band comes back with that kind of force, all the old-school records start getting more they action start flying again. off the shelf. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the most interesting thing is uh, suicidal, former Suicidal Tendencies bass player and now for, bass player for Metallica, Robert Trujillo, uh, in 2014, in an interview, credited this man for co-writing, quote, all of the songs on Suicidal Tendencies and most of the music for their second album, Join the Army. Wow. And so they're just like, hey, let's just pretend this guy never existed. And he's like, hey, give me my f***ing money. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the f***ing money, Keith? So he I'll says- I'll give you a Pepsi if you give me my cash. <laughs> Yeah, here's a, well, apparently he, he, and he says that he has to repeatedly bug this lady who owns the label for money until she finally sends him a check for a, quote, arbitrary amount. He says the checks never come with an earnings statement, so he has no way to check if he's getting his rightful cut and hasn't received any payments since June when he received an email from Fancher telling him sales were low and he was not a top priority. That's when they were killing it. Like that we saw sucks. him, like my band opened up for him in March, March third at the Showbox, mm-hmm. and it sold out. Mm-hmm. And their was flying off the merch table. Yep. So tons of shirts, all of those records on vinyl, like they're selling a lot of those records. So it's not like it's suicidal tendencies thing. It's yeah. the owner, who, the person who owns the rights to that first record on that label. Well, hopefully the guys from Suicidal will step up to the yeah. plate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Let's see here. Mayhem is going to be releasing De Mysterious Dom Sathanas Alive. Uh, they're going to be, it's it's their 1994 landmark full length, and they're going to be doing a bunch of tours, and uh, they're touring on that record. Unfortunately, no tour dates yet. I'm sure they'll be taking care of Europe and all of their, you know, home territories first. All of the true grim countries. Uh, but they're coming back to North America in Montreal for a headlining tour, and they are playing in the Northwest, I think in February. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know it's happening at El Corazon. Super into that. Let's keep talking about legendary, awesome, fantastic bands. Terror just signed with Pure Noise Records. Huh? Yes, after making their exit from Victory Records. Which is awesome. Uh, they, <laughs> yeah, they signed to Victory Records like four years ago, and everybody was like, what the f- are you doing but apparently they must have they must have written themselves a good deal i think it might it was probably a two record deal because i think they only put two records out on victory but yeah they've moved over to pure noise records which i'm not very familiar with they do some heavy stuff but yeah i mean terror is one of my favorite bands i know scott vogel from that band had to have neck surgery yeah and was out for a while so their bass player david who sings in down to nothing stepped up and I would have killed to see him sing for Terror. That would have been a f***ing fun set. If you've never seen that band, go see Terror. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, Terror was one of the first shows I went to with you guys when I started doing Metal Shop stuff. And yeah, I remember I that show. And I caught Ian's foot to my face. <laughs> and I learned very quickly to 
Have fun at a terror show. Not be in the front for a terror show. Well, you're just the latest you victim. Kevin broke his get... arm at a terror show. Mm-hmm. I got my face busted in half. 18 stitches the day before I went to Disneyland. I feel like half the people I know have scars and injuries from terror shows. That's like a baptism. Yeah. Seriously. You like, gotta get if, hurt at a terror show. If you've never show. been hurt at a terror show, you're a f***ing poser. <laughs> At least uh, that's. I, I'm I don't cool think, with that. I, I don't even I'm think that's that. that strong of a statement, really. No, no, I'm I'm down with that. I can I can dig that. <laughs> it's been 20 years since Children of Bodom putting out, put out something wild. Uh, that band's changed a lot and done some wacky in the last 20 years. Uh, I still like that band. I mean, their last record wasn't that amazing, but their there last was some... three records sucked ass. Ryan, there were a couple of bangers on the last record, but that's the thing. It was like. Two good songs and like seven filler songs. Man, those last few records were like the B squad at the strip club on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of bangers, but for the most part, it's just a depressing bummer. Alexi Leho is one of those like short dudes. He's one of those guys you wouldn't think, but like, I don't know what it is about all these like classic shredding f-ing guitar players. Him, Scott Ian, Carrie King. Mm-hmm. All these guys are just f-ing babies, <laughs> midgets. <laughs> Michael it's Romeo weird. from Symphony X with his tiny little sausage fingers. <laughs> oh, that's he's like, so gross. He's like the smallest little dwarfish human being, and he's like, he's probably one of the best guitarists on the planet. I was, uh, I was talking to somebody who's good friends with the guy, or who's gotten to play with the guy a couple of times, and said, "Yeah, I went over to his house and we were just working on songs and jamming out a little bit." And he's a really sad, depressed human being, and he has like no friends, and he just sits in his basement and plays guitar all the time. And it's, it's a tortured kind of a artist. Bummer. Yeah, that's what happens. So like, there's, I don't know, man. Like, there's a piece of your brain when you're an artist that sometimes just you don't fucking want to be around anyone. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, tortured artist, it's not like a stereo, it's like a real thing. So, you either sit in your basement and get really amazing at your instrument, or you <laughs> go the Children of Bodom route and just shove a bunch of stuff up your nose and, and start, get doing, wasted, yeah. start doing Britney Spears covers. Or both. Yeah, or both. <laughs> uh, Testament is coming back, which is pretty f***ing cool tour. So, Testament, Sepultura, and who's the, oh, and Prong. So the Sepultura cover band. Yeah, but that's the only response I've seen from almost all of these posts is everyone's like, oh, that's awesome. This, Sepultura sucks, but that's awesome. <laughs> like, Wouldn't that be funny if Cavalier Conspiracy break. stepped in and was just like, yo, we'll just play a bunch of Sepultura stuff. Step aside. Why don't you just like give them the boot? All right, what's the tour date coming up here? It's in May. It's going to be in Seattle. On May 11th at the Showbox Market. Let me see which day of the week that is, because if it's a Saturday, I'm going to be bummed. March, April, May 11th. It's a Thursday. Yeah, party. Cool. So we'll be there. Let's make fun of Nickelback. Uh, And they make fun of themselves. They are a joke. But the funny part of this, and we were going to talk about this last week, there is a cop, and I don't really care about him apologizing to the band. There's a Canadian uh, police department, Kensington Police Service. You should... Google and see where that is in, in the great white north there. Mm-hmm. Uh, look it up for me real quick. Yep. But they, uh, they shared a photo of Nickelback's Silver Side Up album with a message encouraging, pe- encouraging people to use a designated driver or cab when going out during the holiday season. And the post continues, and I quote, On top of a hefty fine, a criminal charge, and a year of driving suspension, we will also provide you with a bonus gift of playing the office's copy of Nickelback in the cruiser on the way to jail. So please, let's not ruin a perfectly good unopened copy of nipple, nickel, 
Nippleback. Nippleback. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> That's what I call my third nipple. You don't drink and drive, we won't make you listen to it. Uh, I would be far more... Actually, that's not true. And they got in trouble because they were like... People were accusing the police department of making light of DUIs. And I don't think that's fair in any way because the cops are the ones that have to deal with the, all this crazy negative shit that happens as a result of DUIs. I think it's just f***ing funny that they trolled the shit out of Nickelback. Yeah. So uh, Kensington is on Prince Edward Island. So that's like way oh, up like, in the northeast. Like Nova corner. Scotia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 right north of Maine. Northeast of Maine. So north <laughs> of Nova Scotia. Uh not a whole lot of uh, information about this, but just mark your calendar, February twenty second, overkills coming back with Nile. Tight. Uh no opening bands announced yet, so we'll find out. But so wait, did Nickelback get butthurt about that? Dude, I don't f- know. Honestly, I don't really care, but I think they got in trouble because they were like people were getting upset that they were making light of getting DUIs. That's funny, because they weren't. Nobody gives a shit that they were ripping on Nickelback. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, we get that part. <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> so they tweeted out a picture of a Post-it note that said "sorry" with a frowny face. That's just the most Canadian thing they could hey, have done. Hey, they're sorry, they're. Eh? <laughs> Just don't drink and drive the Labettes. You don't want to drink too many of those there, eh? Yeah, sorry about making fun of drinking and driving. Nickel's back still sucks, though, eh? Did you f***ing know that they don't sell beer at the grocery store in Canada? What? Like, it's you have to go to the liquor store? I played a show in... Where were we? Kelowna somewhere? We, we were up in Vancouver, and I'm pretty sure they were selling beer. Were they? Because I remember that uh, I damn near broke my ankle at a show, mm-hmm. and I was in a band that was just basically straight-edge dudes and me, <laughs> which was an interesting experience in the first place. But they knew how f***ed up I was, and they were like, dude, do you want us to take you to the store and get some beer? And I was like, yeah, take me to the store. Let's get some fucking beer. And we went there and walked around, and I couldn't get any alcohol because the liquor stores were closed. The Canadians there, hey, don't, uh, don't drink and drive there. When If you're going to get your beer, make sure to do it early. Bummer. Uh, we got another tour announcement. Nails with uh, Toxic Holocaust and Gate Creeper. Is there, what's the deal with like these thrash bands teaming up with the death metal bands? It's cool. I don't know, but I'm super into Creator it. Creator Obituary, Nile Overkill. Uh, now, now it's Nails, Toxic Holocaust, and Gate Creeper. That works out so well because Gate Creeper is super kind of mid tempo, <clears throat> sledgy, hardcore death metal. I was just reading kind of stuff. And then Toxic Holocaust is going to be. Fast as fuck. Right. Super awesome. And then Nails are just going to crush it. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, do you think Nails will headline over Toxic Holocaust? I know Nails will headline over Toxic Holocaust. Wednesday, March 29th, the day before my birthday. Looks like my birthday's on a Thursday. Looks like you're getting really fucked up at that show. Right. It's going to be new at Numos in Seattle. Uh, I read an interview today about the singer of Gate Creeper used to be super hooked on heroin. That's super not cool. So, like, he's coming from a pretty dark place. That band's really good. They had a good record that came out this year. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so I don't know why people are still f***ing with artificial intelligence in this 2016 era. I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday. There's a mathematical algorithm, and uh, every two years, uh, the rate of technology increase doubles. Mm-hmm. So if they keep the shit up, Skynet is going to become self-aware, and we're going to be shit out of luck. As Well, we're going to be out of luck anyway in the next four years, but there's a, a I don't know what they call it. Uh, this AI entity is called Neural Story, and we have uh, the, the first ever artificially intelligent Christmas song, and it's 
fucking weird. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. It's it's about a minute long. Here you go. Christmas tree is full of flowers. I swear this Christmas Eve, I hope that is what you say. Creeped out yet? Glitch sound. I can hear the music coming from the hall. A fairy tale, a Christmas tree. There are lots and lots and lots of flowers. <laughs> That's like a brutal poetry entry from Japan or something. Whoa. That's one of the creepiest things I've ever... And, and it, we have, I don't like We that. have the Canadians to thank for that again. So I just wanted to put that on your radar. Although there was another video that popped up this week that I wanted to play real quick. Uh, and I don't... I fucking hate it when people do this, but like some Facebook pages will just steal videos and then put them up without like posting any credit to who actually created it in the first mm-hmm. place. So there is a page called Hendrix Drums, and it's a video of a guy playing an electronic drum set in what looks like his closet, which is funny, but here is what they did. It's the most wonderful <laughs> It's actually awesome, dude. He's killing it. He hits an awesome groove here in a little bit. (laughs) There it is. For Christmas this year, you get blast beats. Just what I've always wanted. Anyway, you get the point. That's up on the Metal Shop Facebook page if you want to spread the holiday cheer. Santa, this year for Christmas, I just want to be able to blast at 310 BPM. That's funny because that's what your dad said last night. Oh! Boom. Dad jokes. From four hours ago. <laughs> I love the magic of editing a podcast. You better not edit that out, Ryan. I'll f***ing find you. Eh? <laughs> I'll leave it in. That's what he said? That's what your dad said. <laughs> oh, God damn. You can't piggyback off my burn, son. Yeah, dad joke on dad joke. All right. Well, we're not going to let you out of here without going into Metal Shop's brutal poetry, Too Hot for Radio Lounge, where we not only investigate some of the finer death metal lyrics out there, but more of the f***ed up variety. This week... Ryan's taking us back to 2002, off of a classic record by the name of Orgasm-Induced Diarrhea. Here's Goratory's Pig F***er. Ryan, take it away. Bloody ruins of a pig sit rotting above a farmhouse 
that filled with carcasses. The origin of this slaughter came from a mastermind. Chaotic intentions to f*** dead animals. (laughs) Brutal sodomy. First to go were the chickens. My f*** dominating. Ripping through their feathered bodies. Next came the pigs. A full-blown fest. Domesticated animal intercourse. I feed on bloody pig intestines. Gutted sheep are screaming. Cows udders bleeding. Over tortured creatures. I only. My barnyard ceremony becomes a sickened dining. While biting horses' innards, I decapitate kittens. God! F***ing bleeding f***ing semen over disfigured animals. Across the farm into the barnyard, a vision of the butchery. Pigs, cows, horses, chickens lay gutted, <laughs> tortured. Yeah, Ryan. Oh my god. Is that all? Man, that's it. You're cut off. You're cut off. You know what they say about serial killers, right? It's yeah. always the- It's the animals first. It's always the nice neighbor. Thankfully, you didn't write that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but you're a sick motherfucker. Hopefully, we still have our job next week. Yeah. Um, like I always say, dude. Hashtag new lows. That's going to be a fun edit. New lows. Yeah, you brought it upon <laughs> yourself. All right, thanks again for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Episode number 105. Kevin will be back next week, and we will keep talking more about Ryan and Dave Mustaine. Yep. Later. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.